This is blind with a blind. This is blind with a blind. Oh, oh, oh. This is blind with blind. Blind with the blind. How's everybody doing, guys? This is my first episode, Blunt with a Blunt. I'm your host this evening, Teddy D. Proctor. And I've been wanting to talk about this for a while. A while, actually. Um, my uh, my childhood revolved a lot around TV. So my parents were broke. Couldn't afford a babysitter a lot of time. So cable TV was our babysitter. You know what I'm saying? Junk food, rent a movie, mom, whoever, go out on a date, leave the kids home alone. Needless to say, on that topic, my babysitter was Nickelodeon. And I can talk about Nickelodeon hands down all day, every day, because this was a strong period of my childhood. Um, and I mean, a lot of people just like back in the 90s, like Nickelodeon was it. Nickelodeon was the was the shit. Um my favorite cartoons growing up, hands down, Rugrats. Rugrats was always a number one, number one favorite. Rocket Power to this day, I can still watch that. And I'm almost thirty years old. Um, even to their their live action shows like Clarissa Explains It All to Zoe One Hundred One to Drake and Josh. Man, I used to love that show so much. I hated it because people compared me to Josh Peck often. The same goofiness, the look, the chubbiness, all of it. And uh, now he's a pretty good dude, pretty good looking dude. So I, I'll take the compliment, whatever. But um, I really just wanted to, to, you know, to get people's feedback. To what exactly do you remember? About Nickelodeon, what does Nickelodeon mean to you? I mean, shit, let me know. I mean, everybody knows it started, not everybody, but people may know it started in the late 70s as in Ohio called Pinwheel. And then in the early 80s, Pinwheel transitioned to Nickelodeon to shows like you can't do that on television. And then all the way to shows like The Hidden Temple, um, Double Dare. I mean, like even these early... the 80s, late 80s shows, early 90s shows. I was born in 92. I remember them still to this day. <clears throat> but I mean, yeah, I just like, I want to know what Nickelodeon means to you. Because where I come from, I live in Columbia, South Carolina. And if there's anything you know about the shows that we had growing up, the great thing about those channels where I'm from, especially when you're channel surfing, Nickelodeon, Cartoon Network, Disney Channel, all in a row. Three channels, 16, 17, 18. That's when you know, like, if you didn't see something on Cartoon Network you like, you can switch it to channel 16 and Nickelodeon. You didn't care for that, change it to 18, Disney Channel original movies on. Like, these are the moments I remember as a kid vividly on everything. And I just wanted to hear like what y'all what y'all favorite show was or what did Nickelodeon mean to you or 
hell, like, why is Nickelodeon fell off? I mean, just today, like, Nickelodeon is a its former shell of itself. Um, growing up as a kid, I really, really wanted to go to the Universal Studios, Nickelodeon Studios, just for that fact. Like, as a kid, I wanted so bad to be slimed. As a kid, I so badly wanted to be on Double Dare. Like, all this stuff that I didn't think was, you know, possible. If you happen to live in the Orlando area in the, the early and late 90s, it wasn't nothing for you to get put on a TV show like Double Dare because of Universal Studios alone. And a lot of people don't remember the very first day Nickelodeon Studios opened up on Universal Studios. They had a time capsule. Like it's not scheduled to be open until 2050 or 40. One of those two. It's been moved three different times too. I mean, in 2003, maybe four, Nickelodeon Studios was finally closed in Universal. And I mean, I feel like after that happened, like Universal just fell off itself. I mean, like I said, Nickel. So, I mean, in a few, I'm gonna get a, uh, I'm gonna get some callers, just to kind of tell me exactly what uh, Nickelodeon itself. Actually, I got a caller in right now. Hold on, one second. Caller number one, you're on the air. This is Teddy Proctor. How can, how are you doing? I'm doing well, bro. What's up? Nothing much. Nothing much. So so far. I'm uh my show is about um Nickelodeon. So in your brief views, what did Nickelodeon mean to you growing up? Like to me, I remember when Nickelodeon was called Pinwheel all the way from the late 70s. I remember when you can't do that on, on television was like the first big show. The I remember when Rugrats uh Rugrats caught my eye as a child. That was my favorite show growing up. Like did you ever have a favorite show like Clarissa Explains It All? Like, what was your favorite show on Nickelodeon? Or even your kids? Well, as a kid, it was Scooby-Doo. But uh, as far as Nickelodeon concerned, I meant Rugrats was always going to have my heart. I love that show. My kids love that show. I do. And by, by the way, callers, I'm a, I'm a very bad host. This is my first podcast. This is my aunt, Angela Graham. She's my first caller online. And her kids happened to be my cousin. And I remember vividly, like, seeing Brittany, for some reason, love Spongebob. I, I couldn't stand him. Could not stand Spongebob. And still to this day, I feel like it was the death of Nickelodeon. But, I mean, what that was What was the first... Was was that the first show that caught your eye on Nickelodeon? Or... Was, or... Well, yeah, it was really... Um, first... Well, you know, you had the Nick Jr. in the morning, so I meant like that's what Brittany and Lexi used to watch. Um, I think it was Big Bear. Hey, it's Franklin. That's a good one that came to mind. Blues Clues. Yeah, Blues Clues. Yeah. And then back in that time, that was when when Nickelodeon and Disney Channel were going to war about the same time. So they broke down their their time periods into three different slots, if you would think about it, from early in the morning, it was Nick Jr. and Playhouse Disney, and then later in that day, you had just Nick, and then Nick at night, 
So I mean, a lot of the, a lot of those people didn't realize like how much of um, you know how much of that stuff really took in consideration for channels like that back in the day. So um, I don't know. Is there anything else you would like to say by chance about Nickelodeon? No, not at all. I thought it was. I think it's a great channel. At least it was when <laughs> all my kids were watching it. Yeah, if you watch it now, it's definitely a former shell of itself. It's uh, it's almost. I mean, it's the only thing you can. I mean, you think about it. The only time the only thing they've put time and effort in now for twenty years, because it debuted in '99, is SpongeBob. And today is 2020, and they're still making new episodes today, and they don't care about I it. I mean, it's not that. It's just like if you think about it, back in the day, there was the the six o'clock, the the seven o'clock, eight o'clock time frames, and it was all different shows. Now, if you look at it, it's SpongeBob, 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 SpongeBob. It's just because they literally have. It's almost. It's almost they lost all creative activity. I mean, at least in my eyes. I don't know about you. Yeah, no, I haven't. Like you said, I haven't watched Nickelodeon. Good God, good seven years. Mm -hmm. so I don't even know what's on it right now. So I'm at this point, and it's like, well, and that, know, when I remember it, it was a great little television station. And, I, I always had it on. And I'm very, I'm glad you brought that to my attention because that's what brought me here today. Like my podcast isn't strictly about Nickelodeon. This really was. How I was broke. My family couldn't afford babysitters, so we had Nickelodeon, Disney Channel, Cartoon Network, and junk food. And I mean, that's pretty much you know how my my people's got to go out and have fun. You know, leave the kids home with a cartoon and junk food, and hope to God they don't burn the damn house down or blow the toilet up. Exactly. See, I mean, but no, I just the the other day I asked. There was a pit bull on it. It was like Jackie Chan show or something. No, the Jonas Brothers did the theme song. It was called American Jake Long or some shit. American Dragon Jake Long or some shit like. That was all right. Hey, I'm going to tell you what happened. Like, did you know Nickelodeon missed out on, um, Nickelodeon missed out on being the ones to provide content for, uh, Adventure Time. And I swear to the God, if Nickelodeon was the ones that, you know, was the ones that they broadcasted Adventure Time, they would still to this day be... A decent, a decent channel, but in, in the eyes today, like it's so hard to watch any of the little children channels now because it's it's god awful. They're, they're terrible. But to me, that it might be. Well, it can't be because I. Well, do you think it might be just because we're growing up and like just looking at that kind of humor for the first time at this age, this isn't where it's at, and like maybe we just laugh at the old things because we saw them at a young age. I mean, you so you saying as an adult, like our interest in these TV shows, or we like them more because it's still like a, like a maybe um, a sentiment of youth, if that's a, if that's even the right word. Um, 
I can't agree. I mean, yeah, like I, I, I can see what you're saying. I can definitely see what you, you're saying. Um, I, I, even though I am almost 30 years old, I am 27 for the ones that are listening. <laughs> I know that I am, uh, uh, you know, well past the age of interest on these channels. But I swear to God, it, regardless of that, um, they're pretty terrible. I mean, I will, however, say they did resurrect the all that. I will say that they, so it's not new episodes. Well, it is new episodes, correction, but it's like today, it's like new kids, so it's today's kids, and like you might see a little, little Keenan and Kale on there. Every now and then. But Keenan and Kel produced the show. It is funny. However, they had this gay... Uh, not that it matters. They have this um this gay Asian kid that plays a female way too well. Way too well. Say what? So they have this little um, Asian child on there that... Plays Ariana Grande just way too well. Like he, he looks almost exactly like Ariana Grande. It kind of creeps me out. But um, plays Ariana Grande like like he's like yes, everything full like everything. And and if you do not believe me, please when we hang up, look this up because it's 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 funny. It looks so much like her, and it's quite disturbing to be honest with you. <laughs> But not that does not make me a view of uh you know the LGBTQ community. I do support that, and I, I did not mean anything by that by, at all. I was just stating that. Well, besides these, they have this little black this little black kid on there, and um, he's by far my favorite kid. Like he has the most charisma. He's probably the one that will go the furthest out of everybody in the bunch. He's the next Keenan or Ke- go up, go ahead. What about Out of the Box? Say what? What about that show Out of the Box? Out of the Box was definitely Disney, and it was Playhouse Disney, and I love that show to this day. Even though I, uh, uh, it might have been ETV, but Zaboomafoo. Zaboomafoo ETV was great. I love that Zaboomafoo. Yeah. And, uh, man, I actually watched, uh, God, we're off, we're so off topic, but <laughs> no, man, hey, you got, you got my childhood rumbling, man. I love it, dude. Like, I love reminiscing. It makes me, it, it makes growing up a little hard, to be honest with you. Um, the memories get better sweet as the years go on. It does. Like, I mean, as I get older, like I, I, I really can't wait to like show my children this. this. What about the Lizzie McGuire movie where she goes to like Rome or whatever and meets another Lizzie McGuire that's famous and all that shit? Listen, I'm gonna tell you something that I've never told anybody in the world. My brother actually is the only one that knows the story. Um, speaking of the Lizzie McGuire movie. Um, it was about the, hold on, hold on, 
hold on. It's about this. It's about the same time I started touching myself for the first time, and I. Oh, so the Lizzie McGuire movie was on, and <laughs> little tw- <laughs> little twelve year old me. <laughs> Just slapping the ham to Lizzie McGuire, bro. <laughs> I hope you know this is on the podcast, too. Like, I'm not even... No shame in my game, bro. Like, I don't care. Whatever. Whatever. What are you going to say? Hey, I just... Hey, you're more entertaining than my last caller. My last caller was my aunt. She, that's all she could talk about. Hey, she was good, though. I loved her. She she gave some great insights on Nickelodeon. But uh, thank you for having my personality come out on this one. Um. <laughs> you caught me like. I caught you right in the middle of uh, watching Saban uh, Ryan's private with a uh, uh, <laughs> with some lotion. <laughs> well, I was gonna say I'm over here touching myself, like trying to keep it going while you're on the phone. No weird shit, it's just like I'm losing it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even mad, bro. <laughs> I support it, Brody. Hey, but um I'm gonna um I'm gonna wrap up on this one. I got another caller beeping in. I do wanna appreciate you calling in for the first episode of Blunt with a Blunt. And uh hey, Maybe you could be my guest on it sometime this week. I'm game. Let me know. We got uh, we got steaks to cook this weekend, so I'll see you then. Hey, come on, bud. Whatever. I love you, bud. Later. Love you, Later. <laughs> that right there is my buddy Cody Bowers. I do want to appreciate him being another caller for this show. Hey, this has been a really good show so far. Um. I can't complain. I mean, I love hearing people's thoughts and, uh, you know, memories on Nickelodeon. I got a couple more callers and then, you know, a couple more facts I'd like to share. And, I mean, it'll be, it'll be, uh, let's get it. Thank you. Caller number three, you're on the air. What's your name and where are you from? Nice. Nice. Thank you for calling, Mariah. So, I got a question for you. What did Nickelodeon mean as you mean for you as a child? Like, what do you remember vividly about Nickelodeon? Uh, my brightest and best memory of Nickelodeon was um, the game show that I really can't remember the name of, and that's how much it sticks out to me is uh, that Talking Head uh, video. Um, where it was, you know, the kids doing the, like this game show. and Double Dare um, 2000? Yeah, I think that's what it is, actually. And for me, it was just like this escape. You know, it was really fun. And anytime I turned on the TV and knew that Nickelodeon was coming on, yeah. like, I was going to have a lot of fun. Did you also ever feel like when you watched Double Dare, did you like, damn, like, I really wish that was me? You know how, like, easy it could have been? All you had to do was go to Universal Studios and, like, you could have been one of those episodes. That's how simple that stuff was. And I don't know if you ever thought about that as a child, but I sure did. So do you, um, did you ever go to Universal Studios and see the Nickelodeon like um, studios and stuff out there? No, actually, I'd only ever been to like Disney World as a kid. Like once my parents took me and then 
point, a lot of things personal happened, but uh, I mean, I imagined it. You know, I thought that would be really fun. Are I mean, getting, why not just show up and get, be like, hey, I'm here? Getting slimed. Everybody wanted to get slimed as a kid. Like, I know I did. I don't know about you, but. <laughs> yeah, no, I, re- I really always wanted that. I thought it would be so fun, especially, you know, to do the games that they had in those TV shows on Nickelodeon. Like, I was always the one that wanted to win. Like, I was so ready. <laughs> I do. I used to, oh my God, these used to be my favorite shows. We had it good as a child, though, like Cartoon Carter Fridays and the All That's, the Keenan and Kales. I don't know if you watched any of those shows, but, um, like, I don't know, like, Nickelodeon was, I came kind of from a broken home, um, and I came from a, uh, I was kind of like, I felt always kind of alone, and I feel like kind of cable was always a uh, babysitter to us, so, like, I don't know, I kind of had just, I got an escape, just like, from Nickelodeon in general, I don't know if you ever had a, a similar feeling to that or to a show, but... Um, that's what Nickelodeon meant to me as a child. I have to agree. I mean, coming from a broken home standpoint, um, I don't know if you remember the old school Batman show. Oh, absolutely. On Fox? Like the, yeah, the Nick at Night, you know? Yeah. And there was one episode as a kid that I was watching, and it was my parents just told me, turn off the TV, you need to go to bed, you know? We're gonna whoop you, but <laughs> you wake up basically. <laughs> yeah. I know that sounds bad, but no, no, um, no, no. I, I turned it on, and and we were. I was watching, and you know, uh, it was an episode where Batman was against this great entrepreneur guy who was a millionaire, and he was searching for like eternal life. So he was trying to find some tomb hidden in a pyramid, and <laughs> he did find it. And Batman had to go stop this guy. And, like, the old guy goes into the tomb in the pyramid and is, like, like seduced by this mummy chick or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> it scarred me for life. But at the same time, it was so fun to stay up past my bedtime and just watch that. And then, you know, later get yelled at my bed, like, my parents for staying up past my bedtime doing this. But I'm having to go to school tomorrow. Fun memory, you know? Absolutely. Those are all, God, man, this is, I I love reliving my childhood, like eating your best cereal and watching your favorite shows. I don't know if you ever had moments like that, but uh, I was definitely a Captain Crunchberry guy and man, Rugrats and Hey Arnold and Cat Dog was my stuff. I don't know about you, but that was me. Hey Arnold was one of my favorites. Well, kid, and I was so envious of his bedroom. Can I just say that? <laughs> oh, you, you wanted to <laughs> look outside when you lay it under your bed? Yes, oh my God. He had a view of the whole city. Like, he was the king, and that was that. Like, I just loved that show. Yeah, All of them. Yeah, great times, man. Uh, so, I want to thank you for. This is Blunt with a Blunt. Teddy D talking. Hey, I want to thank everybody that's coming in and uh, calling in and giving me their thoughts about Nickelodeon. You can obviously tell that I have never done this before and uh, slurred my words and trying to think on the on the go. But um, it's still been fun, freestyle to 
you know, just to hear people's stories of what an uh, episode of, you know, whatever meant to them and a, a, a show on whatever channel meant to them or whatever you had it as an escape. Like, I mean, like, these these channels weren't just channels to us when we were kids. They were almost like a lifestyle. And I know that sounds corny and sounds cliche, but I mean, like I said, I I came there. There's times I was I felt really alone as a child, and there was all I wanted to do was sit there and watch Nickelodeon, and you know, stay up way past my bedtime because I could. I was a I was, I was alone, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I want to hear what the next caller has to say. What exactly does, not just Nickelodeon, it doesn't like necessarily have to just be Nickelodeon, but I just want to know what people's history and what they remember of Nickelodeon. Because, um, like I said, you, you heard from the last caller, like, you know, there was, there was an episode she remembered you know, a certain time of her life, like, all she wanted to do was just watch that, and, you know, blah, blah, because, any, you know what I'm saying, like, those are the stories I like to hear, like, vivid memories that, you know, you may never feel again, you may never see again, you know, there's sometimes I smell a certain smell, and it takes me back to a certain, you know, time in my life, there's a, you know, a, a certain commercial or, you know, certain product. Like, I don't know, like, I, I'm definitely a person that dwelled on the past way too often and never really looked to the future. It's probably the reason why, you know, you know, results are results. But I just want to hear what what this and meant to you and, you know, what do you remember about this and this being Nickelodeon? You know what I'm saying? So what was your favorite serials, your favorite time frames? Like maybe I'm just a guy that studied about it or maybe I'm a guy that has a really, you know, vivid memory memory about this channel. But I can remember certain time slots, you know, shows that only last in one season and you probably never forgot. Like, The Secret Life of Alex Mack. Like, have you ever heard... you remember that show? I mean, I don't... Uh, God, Clarissa says it all. And, I mean... Like I said, Kenan and Kel and all that. And Are You Afraid of the Dark? Like, a lot of you people like Goosebumps, but... I could not watch Are You Afraid of the Dark in the dark. Like, I remember... Like, I got the chills. And it wasn't even that scary of a show, but it was the fact that I was so young and just the sounds and the darkness of winds and creeks and, you know, whatever. Just it got under your skin because, you know, you would walk from the the school bus by yourself and you hear a certain sound and it would make you run home faster, you know, because you watched that episode. Like... I don't, I, I don't know, like, maybe I dwell on it a little too hard, but, I mean, I remember vivid memories like this, and I want to hear memories like this from y'all, like, episode, uh, sound, whatever, you know what I'm saying? Let me hear it. Let me talk to me. Next call. Hey, 
caller number four. You on the air, blunt with a blunt. This is Teddy D speaking. Hey, one, uh, I got a question. What exactly did Nickelodeon mean to you as a child? That's what I watched. Absolutely. <laughs> what, what was your favorite? God, get taking it back on or what? What am I? Cat dog. Hey, what was your favorite cereal? Ooh. Ooh. Hey, what cereal were you eating with it? I know you had the Captain Crunch or the, or the Cinnamon Toast. Which one? Oh, dog, dog, no, no, no. I had the tricks when there was the fruit shapes. Ooh, camel. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, my favorite one was probably Rice Krispie Treat cereal. Not that other shit you had to put sugar on. Rice. The, the Frosted Rice Krispie Treat. Yes, on point. That was the shit. You take a bunch of little Rice Krispies, you crunch them up in a bunch of balls, you throw it in some milk. It was heavenly. Man, my my favorite was Keenan and Kale, man. I don't know about you, but all that and Keenan and Kale. That was my that was my favorite. That was my escape when I was a child. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, have you? I just watched that the other day. It's on Netflix. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, welcome to Good Burger. Home and Good Burger. Can't take your order. <laughs> Too much sauce, bro. Hey. <laughs> What you? When's the last time you actually watched Nickelodeon, man? It's it's painful. Have you seen it? Have you seen how painful it is? Uh, I don't know about new Nickelodeon. I got I, I subscribed to a thing for my kid, and we watched a lot of the classics, like the Doug, and uh, I got the Rocket Powers, and a I gotta get on that. I think Hulu's only got like Hey Arnold and Doug, but Hey Doug is. Doug is kind of a, uh, a little baby back bitch in my eyes. You know, he started with the Nickelodeon. He ended with the Disney. He a little, he about his money, though. I ain't going to be, I ain't mad at him, you know. So, I mean. <laughs> we, hey, I know you remember Rocco's Modern Life. I know you remember that one. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you got to uh, check out. Netflix actually just came out with a new movie for it. it was, uh, I enjoyed it. It had some nostalgia to it. Um, yeah, it's on Netflix, man. They just came out with it earlier this, last year, and it's on Netflix. Check it out, man. It's like Rocco comes back to comes back to modern day, and uh, it's just, just different. It's 2019. He left in 2000, and I'm not 2000. He left in like 99. I don't know, whatever. But he comes back 20 years later, and it's a. Uh, <laughs> it's different, bro. You gotta watch it. It's funny as hell, though. It's funny. <laughs> but uh, I definitely, uh, I definitely thank you calling in, Mike Breeze from North Carolina. Hey, thank you, bud. Take care, bro. Have a good night. Later. Oh, my Breeze. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> <laughs>
So what? How's that go? She said, good morning. Uh, caller number four, you're on the air. What's your name and where are you from? Oi, I'm Brandon Yoda. That'd be my name. I'm from Idaho. What's up? So, Brandon, what, what exactly did Nickelodeon mean to you when you were a child? Like, what shows were your favorite, um, like... Like just anything you do you remember vividly about Nickelodeon when you were a kid? Tell me a little bit. Damn, I'd be old. Wake up hella early, get ready for school, pop on Nickelodeon, be eating my fruity pebbles. Oh, damn, that used to be like be my my childhood right there. What was your favorite show eating them fruity pebbles? Now, I don't know if I can just pick one because just Nickelodeon in general, you know, that's a bit different. Oh, God, you bring it Honestly, you know, I, I really don't know. I was just kind of like... Timmy is your oh, average no, kid no, that no one understands. Dun, dun, dun. No Vicky always giving hand commands. Chris, Come on, you know you were a fairly odd parent fan. I was a rocket power man. I don't know about yourself. Yeah. Fairly odd parents was pretty good. Uh, I don't know. Was I Carly, SpongeBob, you know, that, that'd be hitting different. Rugrats, even. Ooh, Rugrats. I Carly. I was more of a Drake and Josh guy myself, but hey, I Carly can. She was, she was cool. I like that. Hey, that was good times, man. God, I like when I was telling people earlier, like Nickelodeon was my escape as a child, man. Like, like I said, we didn't have like money for babysitters. All we had was money for junk food and uh, tell him to put it on Nickelodeon and don't burn the house down. <laughs> we'll whip your ass if the house is trash. <laughs> That's how it was when I was growing up. I mean, I don't know what kind of escape that exactly was for you, or maybe you're a Cartoon Network guy. It didn't have to be just Nickelodeon, but I mean, like I said, uh, and Nickelodeon has a special place in my heart, man. I don't know about you, but I don't know. What was your, uh, what, what time did you cut off, cut off Nickelodeon? Like when's the last time you actually sat down and watched it and tried to enjoy it? Honestly, I have to about ten years ago. Honestly, when I just like straight up just stopped. About when life just hit me in the face, and it's like you just can't be a kid no more. You gotta, you gotta 
do adult shit now. You gotta watch yeah. MTV. You gotta watch Jeopardy now. You got oh, damn. You gotta watch Saturday Night Live. No more kid shit. <laughs> Brandon, I want to appreciate you calling in blunt with a blunt with Teddy D. Proctor. This is episode number one. Thank you for sharing your experiences with um with Nickelodeon, man. It definitely I I enjoyed hearing your stories, man. You have a good night, man. Take care. You too. Thanks for having me. No problem, bud. Night. This is blind with a blind. This is blind with a blind. Oh, oh, oh. This is blind, blind, blind with a blind.